Hi guys, and welcome to the Criminals in the World podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Madsen. So welcome back to this podcast. So today we are going to be talking about the Las Vegas massacre sting that happened in 2017. Pretty insecure topic we're going to be talking about. So prepare to like be kind of upset or anything like that if you don't want to listen. Um, a lot of people are touched by it. A lot of people are hurt by it because a lot of people die. A lot of families are affect- affected. And a lot of people were injured. So, let's get on to the story. So, by the time the general public knew a shooting was under with, um, the gunman, 64-year-old Stefan Paddock, was already dead. So, by the time the general public knew that this was all happening, he was already dead. So, obviously, the general public got informed later. Paddock first arrived at the Mandalay Bay almost a whole week before the shooting began. So, he was ready. He wanted to arrive a whole week prior so he could set up a plan. He asked for a high-level suite and overlooking the route at Owl Harvest, but couldn't immediately get one. So, he wanted to overlook it so he could see everything that was happening, but he couldn't get one because it's probably already rented out. Now, to me, that sounds a little weird and why didn't the whole people look into it if someone asked me why they would um want a specific room i would ask like oh how come you want that room but obviously they didn't care a hotel a hotel source says he didn't move into that room immediately the hotel source says he didn't move into that room until the night before the shooting so he didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the shooting he only had about a day yeah, not even a day, not even 24 hours. Because, so he had to hurry up and set everything up and get ready. The AP says he was given the room for free because he was a good customer. A good customer? He was about to kill people. Now, to me, that sounds a little fishy to me. I would think that maybe he threatened people or did something because there's no way they just give it. Because they don't give people room because they're free free because they're a good customer. The police department say they found 23 guns and thousands of rounds of ammunition in his room. Um, Pad- Paddock set up at least three cartridges to monitor the quarter outside police said. So, let's start from the, with the first thing they found. 23 guns and thousands of rounds. He was ready to kill everybody there. He wanted to make sure he, uh, nobody survived. So he had 23 guns on hand and thousands of rounds. He was ready. And then moving on to the next thing, Paddock set up at least three cameras to monitor the coordinate, well, cameras to monitor the coordinate outside. Please said so. He obviously went outside of his hotel room, broke the window, set up three cameras to prepare so we knew where to shot and where everybody was hiding. That sun cycle to me. People, that's a whole nother level of psycho. According to Fox News, the country star Jason Adeline went on stage at 9.40 on the mid, at the night of the shooting. So Jason Adeline, a famous country singer, is probably the last person to go on stage before this all went down. He played for half an hour before the shooting began. So he was still on stage, like a man, like you're just enjoying the concert. He's enjoying singing to his fans before the shooting happened. At 10:05, the shots began with the hail of bullets on the crowd below. So they're all jamming out, and then all of a sudden they hear pop, 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 and all these big bullets, right 
he's shooting rifles, so it's craziness going down the crowd. This is when they all they all start freaking out. Now, a lot of people when I was I saw the videos, I want to make sure I did a good report on this. People were running. You don't want to run because then he can shoot you. You want to hide. Um, using multiple rifles, Paddock opened fire on the crowd of 22,000 people below him. Where he, so, so let's start there. So Paddock opened fire on the crowd, okay? 22,000 people were there. 22,000 people he was ready to kill and not survive. So, where he would have no ability to distinguish individual targets. So the cameras didn't really help Paddock because he, Paddocks, because he had no ability to see no matter what. He was so far away, he couldn't even distinguish targets. He was just shooting at random people or just shooting at random things he didn't know. Las Vegas police say that Paddock fired a dozen Russell Valleys over during the shooting. So he shot a pretty decent, really level high guns. At 10.06 p.m., Paddock shoots a security guard inside the Mandalay Bay. So the security guard, he probably heard his size, probably went to go check. I think this is how you say his name, but Jesus Campos was investigating an open door, not the door to Padlock's room, where he was hit in the leg. So he's not even going to Paddock's room. He's going to this other room because he saw a door open, and he wanted to make sure everybody was okay and probably wanted to see everything. When I don't obviously hear someone walking out there and that, and he shot the hotel door, and it went to his leg. He was hit in the leg. He alerted hotel security and stayed on the floor until police arrived. He wanted to make sure the police knew where that hotel room was and make sure they got him. So he stayed there. Okay. Um. At 10:12 p.m., police inside the hotel started to close and close in the first police to respond were officers who happened to be inside the Madeline bay for an event so there's police officers during their time when they heard it they probably went up seven minutes after the first shooting they had multi they had made their way to the 31st floor so the 31st floor and not and knew that the shooter was one more floor above them so they knew he was on the 32nd floor at 10 15 p.m paddock Stop shooting out the window, so he's done. He probably knows that they're coming. Police say that Padlock kept firing for 9 to 11 minutes. That's a long time and a lot of people to kill in 9 to 11 minutes. In a press conference in the days after the attack, a police spokesman gave a final time for the end of the attack at 10 to 15 p.m. So... At the final attack, 10.15 p.m., he was done shooting. That's when it all stopped. At 10.17 p.m., the first police arrived on Paddock's floor. The LVMPD, Las Vegas um, Police Department, timeline says that two of its officers were on the 32nd floor by 10.17 p.m. So, 10.17 p.m., two of the officers are on the floor ready to getting ready to observe everything and all that stuff. 12 minutes after the attack began, so it's over 12 minutes, they're ready, they're all on scene, just 12 minutes after the attack. Um, they found the security guard, so they found the security guard that was injured and was waiting outside the hotel room. 
The next 15 minutes, they took the time evacuating other guests on the floor. They wanted to make sure everybody was safe and nothing happened while they were, while people were, whatever happened, or they didn't want anybody getting hurt, so they evacuated everybody off that floor, made sure they were gone. It was almost an hour before they broke into Paddock's room. So, this is still another hour. They're probably waiting for SWAT teams and that. So, they broke into Paddock's room for real. 11.20 p.m., the SWAT team broke into Paddock's room and found him dead. So, they go, the SWAT team goes into his room and finds him dead. One hour and five minutes after the first shots were fired, a police SWAT until, until he detained an explosive device to break down Paddock's according to the police timeline so an hour and 15 minutes after this the SWAT team makes an explosive go off to break down the door by this time Paddock had already killed himself so by all this is done he killed himself a self-inflicted gunshot went to his head so he shot himself in the head so he wouldn't go to jail for all this happening now to me I wanted him to go to jail and wanted him to die on them to kill him because he killed all these lights he should have to rot in that 12.31 a.m., the incident declared over. It was not until 31 minutes past midnight, more than since Padlock was found a dead. So, 31 minutes after this, it's finally declared over. Two hours and 26 minutes after it began, the massacre was finally over. This thing was two hours and 26 minutes long it took. There was no evidence he belonged to any terrorist organizations or hate groups and he did not have a criminal record so this guy he was normal he had no terrorist records nothing like that he seemed fine he he wasn't even a terrorist group nothing he was just a normal man police thought police determined that he acted alone so there's nobody else involved in this just him by himself the final death toll was 58 people more than 800 people were injured that day, he killed 58 people and 800 were injured. A lot of lives were affected that day, and it's sad that that happened. Um, that is what we were talking about today in the Criminals in the World podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please t- stay tuned for the next episode we talk about with more touching subjects. Thank you, and have a nice day.